Welcome to the Educational Leadership Series, Lead Change in Education, where your co-hosts, Adam Drummond and Mark McAmoyle, talk with educational leaders across the country in ways that they're boosting student academic achievement and building collective teacher efficacy. Each episode is especially designed to examine the ways that you can be instructional change agents in your schools as you work to reform culture, instructional planning, learner engagement, and community advocacy in your schools or in your districts. Take the ideas from our guests and work to apply them in your schools so that you can be instructional change agents too. Hi, welcome back to another exciting edition of our podcast where we talk with educational leaders who are changing the landscape of education each and every day. And I'm super excited to be joining back with my co-host, Mark Matsumoyle, who is the principal of West Tonka High School in West Tonka, Minnesota. Hi, Mark. How are you? Dr. Drummond, I'm doing really, really well. Excited to start this uh, second series uh, to support leaders across the country. So uh, thanks for having me back on. Excited. Yeah, no, I think, um, you know, our listeners who really tuned into our first several ones um, saw that there was a big gap between when we talked last and I think that everybody probably knows why, um, but just to make it explicit, you know, a global pandemic took over. Um, and I think just like every other educator in America, we were really focusing on the priority around teaching and learning in our students. And so that's really where our attention has been over the last several months. And now coming back together and really looking at this series on how is it going? And in talking with educational leaders who are working across the country in this new teaching and learning environment and really trying to hone in on what are the things that they're doing, how are they doing, and what are the challenges that they're facing? And so, Mark, you know, let's start. You know, how's it going? Well, <laughs> you know, it's going really well. Um, if you had told us that we're in a hybrid uh, format, Adam, so if you had told us back in August, uh, I think uh, July 27th was when we got the direction from the state officially. Um, that we would be still in hybrid at the high school level, uh, November 6th, we would have said, we'll take that. Um, our hope was that we could build relationships with our students uh, prior to the eventual potential shift into a full distance like we were in the fourth quarter, like a lot of schools were across uh, Minnesota. Um, we Again, we would have taken any of the week. And here we are, November 6th, and heading into our second quarter of hybrid. Here's our... Uh, our teacher is truly incredible. They're, they're working so hard, working around the clock. Um, a lot of, as I'm sure administrators can attest uh, to out there, uh, hearing their very, very seasoned, talented, experienced teachers of uh, 20, 25 years saying they feel like a first-year teacher again. Um, but that's, that's telling of our profession, isn't it? Uh, the fact that teachers see themselves as learners and they've been forced to, um, to really meet the moment here in public schools when um, our, our mentors, our adults need to be there for our students and their families in our communities um, in new ways. Uh, much, has been, uh, much has been requested from them, but I can tell you um, these are heroes that are working um, alongside us in our communities to offer education in a global pandemic, and I'm inspired every single day. Yeah, you know, Mark, I couldn't agree more, and um, you know, prior to March, you know, 
I was out traveling, working with schools and districts across the country, uh, shoulder and shoulder with leaders and teachers and, and having really great conversations around how do we build that collective teacher efficacy and, and create cultures where students can thrive. And uh, since the pandemic, those have been the same conversations, albeit in Zoom, um, our Microsoft Teams are in WebEx, um, but we're still having those conversations and questions and really looking at, you know, how do we reach our most um, challenging learners and not challenging in de a defiant way, but challenging learners in the equity gaps that exist with technology, internet access, um, engagement, family involvement, you know, how do we now take what was already challenges that have now been amplified as a result of having to teach remote, hybrid, face-to-face, -face, all the above, and do it in a way that we're protecting the, the social emotional learning of, of students and staff first, and then really pulling into the instructional component. Absolutely. You know, and, and schools are learning organizations, right? And so, you know, think about, think about the stakeholders, you think about students, you think about teachers, you think about families, each one of those groups have learned so much about themselves, right? So parents and, and families, uh, you know, we've been blessed to have them as partners in education at levels that we've never seen before. And, and granted, we know that that's not equal across the board. We know that there are some situations where our students don't have that support um, in schools. Um, but, you know, teachers having to relearn. And then let's not lose sight of the stress on students to really have to hone in and understand themselves as a learner in, um, in new delivery models that could present them more unstructured time, some asynchronous learning activities. Um, you talk about a transformation and, and yet we're doing it and we're doing it every day. And, um, you know, I'm just excited to connect with leaders that are guiding that work. You know, I'm curious about a lot of things. I'm curious about how, um, how leaders are taking care of themselves. Um, I'm curious about, you know, resiliency is a big buzzword right now, but that's real. And how do we, how do we lead a culture of resiliency, but with empathy and compassion so that we don't confuse res being resilient with don't ever process or don't ever um, explain, you know, express frustration, but more, how are we creating cultures that allow space for that, but then to quickly pivot and put the resources towards solving those problems to make life easier for teachers or for students or for families. Um, I'm curious about those uh, districts and, and buildings and leaders that uh, do or do not have structures in place to have some shared decision-making with teachers because it's always been important to have teachers at the table to help guide schools. They are the practitioners and the experts. But I would argue never before has it been more important to be listening to teachers to find out what they need on the social emotional level, but also the logistic operational level. As you talk about balancing in our system, for example, 15 students at home live at the same time as 15 students in front of you in the classroom and moving that along synchronously. It's uh, it's incredible what we're achieving. So I'm just I've got I'm filled with curiosity uh, as 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 schools have gone out to figure out how they're going to offer a top rate education, considering the constraints. 
And I have to keep pinching myself. We're in a global pandemic and schools keep marching forward to do the very best they possibly can on any given day. Um, I'm, I'm so proud to be an educator and privileged to lead during a time like this. Yeah, well said, Mark. And I think, you know, our listeners, I'm assuming, had lots of head nods during the, the comments that you just spoke because we're, we're looking for answers and we're looking for ideas. And for every single school that we have in the country, um, there's that many unique situations happening. And for us to come back together and, and to bring in administrators to ask some of those questions and to get some of those curiosities answered. Um, and I think, you know, underneath all of that in this premise of how's it going um, comes back to what you said around resiliency and self-care for teachers and, and leaders and for students. Um, we know and we've heard, you know, Maslow's before blooms. And I think that's never been more true than it is today. Um, and the best way to find out how somebody is doing is to ask them. And I think when we take the time to ask how people are, how's it going? What can I do to help? Um, just giving that space for that conversation creates stronger connections, better relationships. And then eventually, I think stronger results in, in collective teacher efficacy and, and the ability for students to thrive. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Adam. And I just think that... Um... I just think that many of us in these leadership positions are hardwired to keep moving forward. And I think we've been challenged to slow down and to really define what moving forward means. It doesn't necessarily mean all of those initiatives that we, we, we are working towards. Yes, some of those can continue, but moving forward means taking care of our people. And so I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think you said that very well. The question comes down to, how are you? And that's a question for our teachers, for our students, for our families, but also our administrators and our leaders in our districts. Absolutely. And so I think in the in the coming days and weeks, as we continue to interview school leaders, that's really the question we're going to be asking. And we're going to be looking for ideas and suggestions from these leaders who are doing yeoman's work across the country and making sure that we, we put students and families and staff as the priority. And when we can take care of our people, everything else seems to fall into place. And so I look forward to those additional conversations that we're going to be having and hearing the great strategies and ideas and, and reflections of leaders um, coast to coast. Adam, some of my best professional relationships uh, in recent years have come from doing this podcast. So I think our listeners, if you're tuning in for the first time, uh, one of the things that Dr. Drummond does really well is sharing out the information of our guests so that you can feel free to connect with those people. So if you hear something that resonates with you or a solution that's offered or just the ability to um, build a new colleague halfway across the country, uh, tune in because this is the place for you to build those sort of uh, professional connections. And Adam, I'm grateful for the vision you've had around this podcast. Absolutely. Thanks, Mark. And uh, we look forward to our next guest here in our next episode. Have a great night. Thanks for joining another exciting episode of Lead, Change, and Education, where we talk with educational leaders just like you and how they're boosting student achievement, 
and building collective teacher efficacy. Tune in to our weekly podcast by joining and subscribing to the podcast platform that works best for you. You can also follow Adam at Adam D. Drummond or Mark at MWHS Principal on Twitter. You can also find us on LinkedIn and you can use the hashtag lead change ed to stay up to date on all of the exciting things that are happening in education related to our podcast as well as the work that we do each and every day until next time be the change you wish to lead in your schools